0: Hey, it's Natalie Sisson, and you're listening to Natalie Sisson's Quest for Freedom. This is season three, and it's all about the freedom to learn new things and all the benefits that come along with that, because learning is such an important part to your life. Without being curious and without learning, you're not going to be expanding, you're not going to be growing, and life is frankly going to be a little dull. I'm a huge learner, but there are definitely times in my life when I go through wanting to learn a lot, and other times when I just want to impart and teach the wisdom that I've learned, and I think it's beautiful to have those ebbs and flows, but most of the time I think you should be setting about to learn something new, or at least improve on what you already know every single day. In my previous episode, I talked all about the 11 benefits of learning something new, And in this episode, as promised, I'm going to be covering off on how to learn anything more quickly and some hacking techniques to learn more in less time. As well as the what, what on earth should you be actually learning? And where, where can you be learning all these awesome things? So I want to start off with five hacks to learning anything more quickly. In Fast Company's article, Six brain hacks to learn anything faster. The first hack that Stephanie Vozza suggests is one I personally used to get through my certificate in fitness management back in 2004, which is to teach someone else. I remember that I had just on a year to do this pretty full on certificate through Otago University. And as I was learning about nutrition, exercise prescription, sports psychology, and even injuries, I just had to tell people about it. Otherwise, there was no way I was going to kind of remember it. So I would come home and coach and teach my parents on exactly what we were eating and how that was broken down in the body and which of our muscles we were using to do that. And when we were out playing tennis or doing something together with friends, I'd be like, hey, do you know that we're using these muscles and these bones at these insertion points? And this is what's going on. And the only way that I could kind of remember stuff and get good at it was to teach it. I also used to dance around in my room and talk it out as if I was lecturing in a university hall or as if I was teaching as a personal trainer. And it really worked. I was drumming it into my head because when you have to teach a concept that you've just learned, it really makes you have to understand that concept in order to put it out in your own terms. So as Stephanie was saying, if you can imagine that you need to teach someone else the material or task you're trying to grasp, you can speed up your learning and remember more according to a study done at Washington University in St. Louis, and according to my personal experience in New Zealand. The expectation changes your mindset so that you engage in more effective approaches to learning than those who simply learn to pass a test. And if you can remember any test that you've taken at school, you will know just how little of that you remember at a later date because often you cram for it, so it's in your short-term memory, and because you weren't required to teach it. Okay, number two is to take notes by hand. While it's faster to take notes on a laptop, using a pen and paper will help you learn and comprehend better. Researchers at Princeton University and UCLA found that when students took notes by hand, they listened more actively and were able to identify important concepts. Taking notes on a laptop, however, leads to mindless transcription, as well as an opportunity for distraction, such as email. Quote, in three studies, we found that students who took notes on laptops performed worse on conceptual questions than students who took notes longhand, writes co-author and Princeton University psychology professor Pam Mueller. We show that whereas taking more notes can be beneficial, laptop note-takers' tendency to transcribe lectures of rather than processing information and reframing it in their own words is detrimental to learning. In fact, the course that I'm taking right now Called Become a Master Writer by my friend Elisa Doucette is designed with a now really used way of learning writing and language called copywork. And copywork is exactly what it sounds like doing the work by copying the writing of someone else. And this is how schools taught for centuries. So I'm getting daily assignments where I have to actually transcribe in longhand, an essay of up to two and a half thousand words. And the first couple of times I was doing it my hand was actually cramping up. But that is what copywork is. And that is how you understand and really see and learn from the way in which these master writers have actually written out their prose or their essays or their articles, their books. Okay number three is use the power of mental spacing. While it sounds counterintuitive you can learn faster when you practice distributed learning or spacing. Learning is like watering a lawn. You can water a lawn once a week for 90 minutes or three times a week for 30 minutes. Spacing out the watering during the week will actually keep the lawn greener over time. Little tip if you have a big lawn like we do. To retain material, the author, Benedict Carey, said it's best to review the information you've learned one to two days after first studying it. And I quote, One theory is that the brain actually pays less attention during short learning intervals. So repeating the information over a longer interval, say a few days or a week later, rather than in rapid succession, sends a stronger signal to the brain that it needs to retain the information. Pretty good tip, huh? Just before we dive into the next hack, I'd like to say a special shout-out to our sponsor, FreshBooks. The working world has changed. With the growth of the internet, there's never been more opportunities for the self-employed. To meet this need, FreshBooks is excited to announce the launch of an all-new version of their cloud accounting software. And it's sexy. It's been redesigned from the ground up and custom built for exactly the way you work. Get ready for the simplest way to be more productive, organized, and most importantly, get paid quickly. The all new FreshBooks is not only ridiculously easy to use, it's also packed full of powerful features. Here are just a few of the ones Jessica Broom, entrepreneur and FreshBook customer, loves the most. I do all my expenses in there. I have, you know, I use the app on my phone. And I have a little ritual, like every time I get on a plane, I'll take the, while I'm waiting for the plane to take off, I will do all my expenses from that day with all my receipts from the airport or whatever. I like that I'm able to do expenses in all different currencies and like instantly on my phone. So I never have that, like get back from a trip and have, you know, seven days of receipts filled up. I think the time tracking is great sometimes, you know, rarely, but occasionally I will bill hourly and I like being able to just track my time like, to the minute and then have it convert right into an invoice. That's super cool. Yeah, I really love that. So your clients always know you're being truly legit with what you've done. Truly for them. honest. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Go to freshbooks.com forward slash quest and check out their full list of amazing features. Then sign up and save yourself time and money today just enter quest for freedom where it says how did you hear about us i'd really appreciate it and so would they in life hacks article eight ways to train your brain to learn faster and remember more author maria Brilaki suggests to do something different repeatedly so that's the fourth hack by actually doing something new over and over again she says your brain wires new pathways that help you to do this new thing better and faster say you're a procrastinator The more you don't procrastinate, the more you teach your brain not to wait for the last minute to make things happen. Now you might be thinking, duh, if only not procrastinating could be that easy. Well, it can be. By doing something really small that you wouldn't normally do, but it is in the direction of getting that task done, you will start creating those new precious neural pathways. So if you've been postponing, organizing your desk, just take one paper and put it in its right place. Or you can even go smaller, look at one piece of paper and decide where to put it. Trash, right cabinet, another room, give it to someone. Maria also suggests you, number five, work your body. You knew this one was coming, didn't you? Yes, indeed, exercise does not just work your body, it also improves the fitness of your brain. Even briefly exercising for 20 minutes facilitates information processing and memory functions. But it's not just that. Exercise actually helps your brain create those new neural connections faster. You will learn faster, your alertness levels will increase, and you'll get all that by moving your body. So it's lucky that I did a boxing workout in the gym this morning. Now, if you're not already a regular exerciser and already feel guilty that you're not helping your brain by exercising more, try a brain training exercise program like Exercise Bliss. And I've linked to this and these articles in the podcast, which you can find at nataliesisson.com forward slash 17. And remember, just like I mentioned in training your brain to do something new repeatedly, you're actually changing yourself permanently when you're doing exercise. So now you have those five hacks to focus on next time you learn anything new. Now we're going to talk about what should you be learning and where. So this is actually completely personal to you. No surprises there. I mean, if you are a coach or a consultant, it's always great to upskill in that area, whether you're taking a new um, actual certificate or or a level diploma, something like that will actually upskill you as a coach. Or whether you're going to a course that's around effective leadership, maybe it's around effective financial management, maybe it's around negotiations and people skills and bringing out the best in people that you're working with. Maybe you're taking a project management course because that's going to help you with your clients. If you're a web designer or an artist, perhaps you're going to do a course that's going to help you to expand your skills, learn new code or a different platform, just so that you can expand the reach of what you can offer your clients. But I'd like to challenge you here to think a little bit outside of that because I love learning about stuff that is completely new and outside the scope of what I'd normally be discussing with friends or clients and that will actually stimulate my brain in a different way. So right now I'm doing art classes, I'm doing a Become a Master Writer course, which you know you think that I've now written a best-selling book and I've written another book and I've written several other books and I've written 900 plus blog posts on my site, you might wonder why I'm taking a writing course, but I want to improve as a writer. I never taught myself writing. I've never actually taken a course on it. Other things you might want to do are learn how to sing or learn how to play piano or another instrument. You may want to learn... About neuroscience or space or something completely different. And I think the reason why this is so good to do is that it expands your horizons, it opens up your mind, it expands your perspective, it allows you to reach new people because you'll often go along to an event or a course or a workshop or an actual physical class and you'll be introduced to all these new people who just think differently, are passionate about this topic that maybe you've never heard about before. Right now, my partner, Josh, is getting into Bitcoin trading, and he's introducing me to all these platforms that he's using, the art behind trading, which is, you know, no different to normal trades on the normal stock exchanges, but why Bitcoin's different. And I'm just learning just from watching and observing him. He's reading trading books. He's listening to podcasts. He's watching YouTube videos by Bitcoin experts. And along the way, I'm kind of learning by osmosis, um, little snippets about it. So I do suggest that you often learn something that's completely outside your realm of interest. I mean, hope you're interested in it. But, you know, something that's completely outside your realm of expertise and what you do on an everyday basis. So next up is the best online learning sites. Um, The reason I'm going to focus on online learning sites is that if you're going to classes or workshops or events or conferences or seminars um, or coaching in your own town, city, location, wherever you are in the world, that's obviously perfect for you. And if you know of events and things that are happening local to you, then I highly recommend you do something in person. That's a brilliant way to learn. I think I'm going to be going to a gardening workshop down the road this weekend actually for about three hours to learn about permaculture and gardening and what I should be planting so that's going to be a first for me but in terms of online learning you can do this from anywhere anytime so long as you now know to write out the notes by hand. So some of my favorite online learning sites are Coursera so that's C-O-U-R-S-E-R-A and Coursera is uh, basically some of the world's best courses online from Penn University, John Hopkins University, University of Michigan, Stanford, UC, San Diego, Duke University, and more. And some of the things that they'll have in there are, are like deep learning, data science, Python for everybody. Ooh, can't wait. Excel to my SQL analytics techniques for businesses. And you can actually go to Coursera. Um, Many, many, many of these are free. And so you're learning from the top universities around the world, a little bit of a US focus and bias, but you're learning from some of the top universities, often for free. There's courses on machine learning, neural networks and deep learning. There's even one on learning how to learn. Look at that. I might link to that. (laughs) There's one around Bitcoin and crypto technologies. So, for example, if I click on the learning how to learn one, And I will link to this in the show notes at nataliesisson.com forward slash 17. You'll see when it enrolls. So, this one's actually starting today. Um, It's taught by two university professors. And then they talk to you about the commitment you'll need about three hours of video, three hours of exercises, and three hours of bonus material. It's in about 10 different languages. And uh, then they show you through the syllabus. And an FAQ of when you get access to everything and do you have to pay for this course, etc. And often these sites, as you'll hear from me as I go, they often have certificates. So this course is often free, but to get qualified or certified in it and just get a pretty little certificate to say you did it is anywhere between sort of 49 and $150. And then you'll often see reviews on there because people have already taken the course. So Coursera is one of those. Another one that I've been loving is edX, so a little bit like TEDx. So edX, edx.org. And they're all free courses to advance your career or improve your life. These ones are from the Massachusetts Institute of Technology, Harvard University, Berkeley University of California, University of Texas, the University of Queensland, Australia, TU Delft, the University of British Columbia. It goes on and on and on. And some of the most popular subjects that they offer are around computer science, economics and finance, uh, engineering, business and management, humanities, language, biology and life sciences – This is where I did um, the Science of Happiness course through Berkeley University and loved it. It was quite intense, like it was over three months, and I only had four weeks in which to do it live because I came to it late. But I could have re-enrolled again, and the material was great. I loved it. There were videos that you could play, and none of them were sort of over seven minutes. At the same time as you're watching the video, you could watch a live transcript and you could also download the transcript after. Plus they had little tests throughout and little quizzes that you had to take and you'd actually get graded on those. So really, really neat site. Other sites you probably would have heard of are skillshare.com. So these are classes, not necessarily courses, but classes taught by expert practitioners, and they really focus on classes for your career and for your passions. So Once again, all sorts of different categories, design, business, technology, photography, film, writing, crafts, culinary. And these courses are a little more practical, Uh, not saying that, you know, computer science isn't. But these are things like street photography, capture the life of your city, logo design, secrets of shape, type and color, going freelance, building and branding your own business. Knife Skills, a mini class to chop like a chef and learn how to mix music with a young guru. So really practical classes. Um, You can also see the ratings of them, how many people have taken them. I believe that some of them are free, but essentially there's all sorts of courses and you can go through those at Skillshare.com. And another one that you probably would have heard of, which is huge, is Udemy, U-D-E-M-Y.com. And essentially they've got over 55,000 courses taught by experts, instructors on Udemy. You can enroll in them at any time with lifetime access and it's all obviously learning at your own pace. Whereas ones on edX and Coursera can often be time limited, like you enroll in the course as they're doing it at the university. And on Udemy you can find things like the complete web developer course. Uh, You can learn about Java masterclass. You can learn about machine learning. You can do... Things like the complete cybersecurity course, you can become a super learner. So that's about speed reading. There's an NLP practitioner certification course for $10. Um, Right now they're having a big sale. (laughs) So just really interesting. And the point here is that there's almost nothing you can't learn online. I mean, as a course creator and as somebody who teaches people skills in business and building an online business, lifestyle systems, sales funnels, you name it. Like it's quite easy for me to be able to put some of my courses up here. In fact, Udemy approached me earlier this year to do that. And there's definite benefit for you as a business owner, if this is what you do, to look at some of these platforms and see whether it's actually worth putting them up on there rather than on your own site. So those four would be my top picks. There are many others. And if you come across to nataliesisson.com forward slash 17, you can read the entire blog post for this. It's not just show notes. I have written up this episode as a full blog post with all the links. And I might have added some more in there for you to check out. So I hope that this episode has given you an understanding of some of the hacks that you can use to learn more effectively. And also Some of the things you might want to be learning, as well as where in the heck you can go to learn those things. And as a little shout out, before we finish off, I would love to say if you'd like to learn more about creating freedom in business and adventure in life, the third edition of my book, The Suitcase Entrepreneur, is out. So exciting. It went live this week. So at the time of recording this episode, it is available in Amazon, iTunes, Google Play, Barnes & Noble, BAM Books A Million, and a couple of other bookshops for the first time it's available in bookshops in North America. So if you go to suitcaseentrepreneur.com forward slash book, full details are there. I have a little contest going on right now. All details are on that page. So I'd love for you to go and check it out and stay tuned for the next episode on Natalie Sisson's Quest for Freedom.